Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. David Berman, who's joining us, deputy, deputy editor of sports betting, ESPN.com, uh, and it is called Chalk. David, thank you. I know very uh, late notice. I, I texted you this morning, and I know this is a family day for most, so I appreciate your time. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, no problem. How are things going? Uh, things are things are great. I, I would imagine I wanted to bring you on because I'd imagine that Vegas made a killing last night because heading into this fight, all the analysts that I watched on Get Up and all the ESPN programming and the analysts that we had here on 98.7 ESPN, everybody was all over Wilder. And I'm sure a lot of the money in Vegas was on Wilder. And obviously the outcome benefited Vegas more than it benefited uh, the, the general public, right? Yeah, yeah, most money was on Wilder, and it was it was actually late money as well, which usually means sharp money. It was um, Wilder and Fury were pretty much dead even entering the day, and then Wilder eventually went off as a minus one forty favorite, showing you how much money came in late on Wilder. The splits were around sixty percent of the tickets and sixty four percent of the money for most Vegas books out there on Wilder. And I think the bigger thing is nobody really expected Fury to win by knockout. They figured if he was going to win. He was going to be dodging the big punch by Wilder and take it the distance and win by decision. So the Wilder to win by knockout was a prop that was going to pay a lot of money, and not many people thought that was going to happen, so not many people bet it. So, yeah, Vegas did very well yesterday with the with the Fury upset with all the late money coming in on Wilder. Really, really unbelievable. I'm assuming you watched the fight last night. Um you know, and what I find interesting is this is exactly what the Tyson Fury camp said was going to happen. Put on weight, hire a new trainer, come out more aggressive, really getting after Wilder. I, I, I guess my thing is like, did the did the Wilder camp even believe that that was a possibility? Were the analysts out there? Did they believe that that Fury would kind of change his entire style in what has given him so much success? And, you know, the chutzpah to do that, David, was really, yeah. it's impressive. Yeah, and it was nothing in, in Fury's background and nothing in Fury's work ethic that showed that that was something he was capable of doing. You know, the guy wins and becomes the uh, unified champion, and then next thing you know, he gets stripped of all his belts, and he has drug issues and depression issues. And to make the comeback that he did uh, two years ago and then almost beat, and a lot of people thought he beat Wilder in the first fight, and then a comeback, change his entire style, say he was going to do it, and actually come back. And like you said, the hood's put to do that. Uh, that was the most impressive thing of the night was he stuck to exactly what he said he was going to do, and it worked. Um, I don't think people believed it. They didn't if you saw the money pouring in on Wilder. And I think most people thought Wilder was going to do what he normally did, catch him, get a punch, and that would be end the night, and it didn't. And uh, you got to give all the credit to his camp and, of course, to Fury himself for being able to have the ability to change up tactics. And then now he's the, you know, he's the world champ. Wow. Unbelievable. All right, David, before I let you go, uh, we did pretty well yesterday uh, on the chalk site. I know that me, Doug Kazarian, you – Anybody who else uh, contributes in, in regard to XFL? Uh, Vsin's Matt Humans also helps. There, Matt Humans, that's right. The, yep, and he had the over yesterday in that first game, which was the first shootout we've had all year. Oh man, and and, and it was fun. Uh, thank God the I, I was kind of sweating the under there for a second in that Dallas Seattle <laughs> game, uh, to be quite frank. But two more games today. Uh, you've got the Guardians. Uh, New York Guardians in St. Louis taking on the Battle Hawks and uh, the D.C. Defenders in L.A. taking on the Wildcats. And really some big numbers there to to lie. 
um, lay if uh, if you like Seattle and if you like DC, which people feel that those are the better teams. Um, I'm laying the points. I, I I think both these teams roll. I think there's too much drama surrounding the Guardians and the Wildcats. And I, I could see that. If I was going to pick a side in either matchup, it would be to lay the points. New York is not good at all. St. Louis can beat them and will beat them. And I was actually writing up uh, for Fort Chalk for our column, as you have to see on ESPN Chalk, that, that Anita, myself, Matt Humans, and Doug Kazarian are part of. I was writing it up as if I was taking D.C., but by the time I was looking up all the stats, you know, usually you let the, the writing dictate where you're going to take. I actually decided to lean on the over in that game just because – Cardell Jones and, and his offense is rolling right now, and the Wildcats play terrible defense, and they can score, and they've been in every game. So I took the over there, and as for the New York-St. Louis game, the combination of, of the really, really bad Matt McGloin offense combined <laughs> with a really strong ball-controlled St. Louis team that has had an average of 25 more plays than their opponents. They have the best ground game in the league. They keep the ball for upwards of 70% of the game in the first two games. With the time of possession, the run-based offense, and New York's offense just being dreadful, I'm going under in that one. And I got lucky enough to get it at 43, 43 and a half on Monday. It's now down to 40, so I'm not the only one pushing on that under. But if you can get it in the 40s, I'm, I would highly suggest to take the under in that game. Fantastic. Uh, David, thank you so much for your time. Again, very short notice. Um, really appreciate your insight. And uh, enjoy the XFL games today. Enjoy uh, the Mexico the, the Mexico championship that's taking place in golf. Uh, it's going to be a fun afternoon. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks. Anytime, Anita. You got it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.